Welcome back to this week's episode of Man of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. I'm DJ. And we, uh, I don't know, timelines are weird. Welcome back to this year's episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I had to stop. I was like, oh, and we doing this, like I said, or yada yada, usual introduction <laughs> about people. And then I was like, wait a minute. We don't do anything anymore. I think the last episode I put up was uh, uh, April? March? You know what? We have the technology. When yeah, was the last it was, Man of Machine yeah, we can to? rebuild them. It was a really long time ago, and that's okay, but... I will have a relatively consistent episode drop for you coming up. For at least the next four weeks. Uh, I mean, it, it, I can almost guarantee it won't be on steady weekly release, but, but it will be next. within the next four weeks. You will get three more episodes on top of this one for Halloween in July. <laughs> if I wanted to take the time and put a soundboard in there of actual celebration, I would. But Maybe you should. TB, TDB. Uh, started off, what, what was it, Craig, the 20th anniversary, 30th? It was, uh, Fifth? came out in 1982, so it's the 37th? 37th anniversary of the release of On John Tuesday. Carpenter's The Thing. Yep, that's gonna be our first movie. Good math, this Craig. Year. Good yeah. math. Yeah, we did this last year, and we did four different movies. Yeah, that year. was Tusk, yep, followed yep. by The Ritual, the Rich- followed by Evil Ted, Followed by Repo, the genetic opera. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we had a mix of like different styles and genres of horror movie last year. This time we just picked four good ones, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think... Uh, last time I remember uh, we, besides Craig's ritual, ritual, we went somewhat campy goofy for mm-hmm. a yeah, lot of Yeah, almost none of them were actually like... Traditional horror Which movies. I think starting well, with Tusk, the first Evil Dead was supposed. It was to meant be. to be, but it, it doesn't didn't matter. Come out yeah, way. it doesn't matter. When you when you have Ted Raimi getting yeeted by uh, everything, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we built a Ted Raimi launcher, and uh, I, th- I think starting, I have to use it. I think starting with Tusk probably helped influence that a little bit um, because of how great of a movie that is. But with that said, so, we had already picked all of our movies before watching the first movie. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I trust you. Yeah, I just don't like remember this time, we all ago. picked our movies. Yeah, I wanted to keep mine a secret, but it's irrelevant because we did it first, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but. This, this, the first movie we're doing is your is your pick. Yeah, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yep. Um, and it is one of... It held up pretty well, and it is widely considered one of the best horror movies of all time. It, and we'll get to that. It definitely benefits from... John Carpenter's really good at uh, practical effects. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's maybe above, but at least on par to uh, American Werewolf in London, which may be the best practical effects movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, why can't I think of his name? John Landis. There it is. Have you guys seen mm-hmm. that movie? I uh, actually haven't. I haven't. Oh, 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 you could have picked that. One year, one year from now, I think I know what movie I'm going to do. But I have heard Kids Rock, Werewolves of London and Alabama. No. No. <laughs> we um, don't reference Kid Rock. So, so around, so the rules are that one of us, at least one of us has to have seen it. Yep. At least one of us has to have not seen it. Yeah. So around the table, who has and who hasn't seen this movie? Obviously, I, you suggested it, so you've yeah. seen it. I have never seen it start to finish, but I've seen you know bits and pieces here and there, and I think everyone has probably seen the iconic belly mouth scene. 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because that's on every Watch Mojo list or VH1s, mm-hmm. like when they did the I Love the 80s, and this mm-hmm. was one of their moments. It was, oh, wait, we got a show where the guy gets his hands cut off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, it's fucking awesome. The one... Oh, we'll, we'll get to the movie in just We're a second. We're still going around. I yep. do... Oh, sorry, we are? Oh, yeah. God, I was so ready to say something. <laughs> oh. Well, I haven't seen it, but for some strange reason, I've seen the prequel, so I know all that led up to this. And the prequel came out in, like, the 90s, right? No, it, it was like uh, 2000s. Oh, later than that. Oh, was wow. This the, yeah. Was this the quote-unquote sequel that you were talking about that no, you hated? No, that's not what I was talking about. Um, this was called, what, The Thing from Another Planet and something or something. I don't actually remember what the name was. But, Time out. Uh, Here, open the door. No, you're good. Come on in. Open it up. You just edit things out. It's easy. Yeah. You just push. Just push. <laughs> Freaking dingle bop. Yeah. yeah. Hey, punk. Hi. better? She seems like she's feeling a lot better. She like that? Oh, God. Are they at least not over the wall? Wow, then we're Gucci. Then we're Gucci. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Anyways. Uh, yeah, uh, so because of the prequel, I knew in the beginning when the Norwegian... Uh, I like, have the Wikipedia page open on here because yeah. uh, I was reading it. Uh, There's the 2011. Oh, the, the thing, thing from another the, the thing from another world, climate of fear. Uh, there's a four part: the thing from another world, eternal vows. Uh, the thing from another world, questionable research. Oh, it's the thing 2011 film. Okay, okay, so it's just yeah, straight so up. So that the was thing. the quote unquote remake. That isn't really a remake. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. The movie I'm talking about, I'll never be able to remember. Um, and yeah, then, but I saw the prequel, which is all like. We learn about these Norwegians and whatnot, and the movie's all about that, and it ends with the opening scene of this movie with the helicopter and the dog. So I was like, oh, yeah, I know what what's going on here. What's in it? Which, I mean, maybe... Oh, sorry, DJ first. Uh, so, obviously, this is a movie that's big enough that a lot of it comes through from cultural osmosis, but... I hadn't seen it either, but yeah, again, I know, like, the iconic things, like the... Uh, the belly mouth and the head spider. The, that that tends to get around. Oh, oh, when yes, the legs <laughs> and eyes come out of it, and it's just walking around the the freaking. It's kind of Zoidbergs around. Yeah, yeah, without doing it. That is the. So I do think this movie aged really well. I think it did. Oh, it was, that's the that's the benefit of practical effects is because you're not bound by some shitty eighties CGI. CGI, like, yeah. Well, but not even that. I mean, um, so sometimes when you watch a lot a lot of 80s horror they went incredibly campy and cheap on the dialogue slash acting mm-hmm. and i don't think this movie did it didn't have a huge budget or nothing but i, I mean still this think movie it... is almost entirely dialogue yeah but yeah. even but so what there's so a... I, i'm if they had skimmed out on the dialogue it oh, would have been well, a movie course, people well, going around no movie. but i'm talking like along the lines of like let's say the first friday the 13th movie it has lines like "I'm gonna get you," yelled really loud, and you're like, "Okay, like let's go I mean, into the cabin and have sex." Yes, like very kind of straightforward stuff that is a staple of. Well, horror I movie. think that kind of comes from uh, I don't think most, this of, has it. most of the '80s horror movies are also essentially teen dramas. Yeah, where this well, one isn't. Yeah, I guess I get that, um, but I, I just think in general across mm-hmm. the board, it, there's a few moments of like really, like the spider head. Where I was like, really? That's what you're doing? 
But overall, I, I think it feel like the spider head was meant to be kind of played for laughs. Well, so I mean, they all turn around like I think that, that one did get really? an actual chuckle out yeah. of me. Um, and most of the movie is. It did, but the, I will say the spider head was important to progressing the plot. It was. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's the, the whole next scene. I mean, oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah, it sets up the entire test. Uh, one thing I will say about this movie is it's very economical in terms of its storytelling and how it uses its budget, actually. Because most of it's filmed in dark rooms. Yes, <laughs> And of as Jake said, most of it's talking, but it doesn't really feel like anything's wasted or anything like unnecessary happens. Yeah, and the it. conversations aren't Kevin Smith-level dialogue. The conversations are, I have one line, you have one line, he has one line, he has one line. Like it's, it's... But that means no one's monologuing. Exactly. There's it's a, not yeah. super quippy or silly. I, I do remember there was like one scene where it's like, oh, there's something up with this dude. And instead of like Kurt Russell being like, what? What's happening? Explain to me. Blah, blah. They're like, oh, let's run towards that. Yeah, he's like, okay, okay, let's, okay, let's go. Let's figure it out. I mean, it's played... I got a blowtorch, let's do it. I, I mean, a uh, flamethrower. Blowtorch sounds more fun. Yeah, it does. Uh, I believe, in general, the movie's in real time. There's no, like, now it's the no, next like, morning. Cuts. Yeah. Um, it there was, seems to be some, like, there, yeah, there passage some of time. Time. But even then, those are, what, an hour? Because yeah, I maybe, think, like, well, hours. Exactly. Like I think the, uh, the dog scene happened at night, and the next scene was morning. Well, there were a few days at the beginning, but once they realized that yeah. something's up, the, the movie the dog shows up in, pretty much, like, in one night. The dog shows up during the day, and they're all like, what's going on? The day's going on, day's going on. That night is the rest of the movie. I don't... I don't think so because yeah. after after they uh, put, well after they put no we don't need to argue that here because yeah. we can oh, get yeah. into the movie. Yep. True. I'm gonna argue if I want to. Starting teach. All right. So we start with almost dead silence over credits. Um. Yeah, to the point where Deej goes, are we going to get some sound with this? <laughs> Is uh, the volume even on? Yeah. Well, the soundtrack does gradually creep in. Uh, and unlike most John Carpenter movies, the, he doesn't actually do the soundtrack for this one. Oh. That's surprising. Uh, it is uh, Ennio Morricone. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's right is, there. Music by. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. Who is actually kind of a big deal composer. So, um, if you don't know who he is, he did pretty much all of, like, the Sergio Leone uh, spaghetti westerns. So, like, oh. A Fistful of Dollars. Uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yep, that's him. Okay. Uh, at the Ecstasy of Gold. Yeah. That's, he wrote that's an entire Metallica song? Yeah, he wrote a Metallica song. <laughs> <laughs> Anything possible. So he's, still alive and cover he's still alive and still working as a composer. Really? Yeah, uh, the most recent movie he scored, I think, was The Hateful Eight. Okay. The, Tarantino. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, was that, and then what was the other magnificent? Which also has Kurt Russell and takes place in a cold place. Kurt Russell has a pretty incredible career that no one knows about. I mean, you know about it. Well, Everyone knows yeah, the everyone name Russell's Kurt Russell. Pretty well, I, I think people have heard of Kurt Russell. But he's still not a top-billed guy. I mean, he's a well-known guy, but everyone's just like, oh, Kurt Russell's well, still in movies. Well, he was, a, he was yeah. a big bankable action star in the 80s. He's kind of moved into a more of a supporting uh, role yeah. in more... But it's always great to see him when he's in a yeah, movie. Yeah, but it, his his uh, ego in Guardians 2 was like, oh, holy shit, the guy from Escape from New York. He's in Guardians <laughs> of Galaxy 2. It wasn't I like... I completely forgot that ego was Kurt Russell. Exactly. Like, he's not like, <laughs> yeah, whoa, right, George right. Clooney is Batman. It was Instead, it's like, Oh, that's right. Kurt Russell also, is Kurt in Kurt Russell everything. exists. He's yeah. not dead yet, guys. Oh, and yeah. like, Hateful Eight is like, hey, Kurt Russell. Yeah, there you go. There's that beard. Everyone yeah. knows him by like one of the thickest beards in Hollywood. And he's from Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, Kurt, yeah, Kurt Russell in this movie looks like exactly like Kurt Russell now, but his hair is brown instead of white. Mm -hmm. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. And even depending on the movie, he dyes it. So yep. who knows? And second build in this movie 
It's Will for Grimley, so then you know what the rest of the cast is going to be. No, no, because Keith David's is in this movie. Yeah, 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 and Keith David's great, and I love Keith David, but he. I was checking. I don't think he ever really made it quite as big. And actually, I would one hundred percent believe that more people know Wilford Grimley by name than than Keith David. Oh yeah, probably. No, yeah, everyone knows Keith David by voice, but I think everyone can put a face to. Wilford Brimley. I just know Keith David because he seduced Jennifer Conley. Although, oh, yeah. it says right here in the casting that Wilford Brimley was then unknown. Yeah. Wilford Brimley is known for exactly two things. Mission Impossible and Diabetes. <laughs> That's diabetes. it. That's the only two things he's known for. Yeah, the, you, you know him as the guy who says the word diabetes in that funny way. Yeah. Diabetes. Diabetes. Yep. He um, also has apparently the most impressive like resume of any human being. He he has served as a an actual cowboy and a bodyguard at some point in I his think, life. I think mercenary and bounty hunter are also on his resume. Keep it up. Oh, the bounty hunters is pri- apparently surprisingly easy to be, but well, anybody can be a bounty hunter. But I do think like bodyguard, cowboy, and mercenary are also <laughs> out there. Those are a little harder. If I turn Craig in for a faulty parking ticket, I'm technically a bounty hunter. But doesn't there have to actually be a bounty for you to be a bounty hunter? I don't know. I think you have to. I think you do have to get paid for doing it. Oh well, yeah. yeah. And I think you're only getting paid for bringing like fugitives for like. Well, that, well, that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if, what if they you're just of... capturing criminals and not getting paid. You're just a bounty enthusiast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I, just a hobby. I bounty on my free time. <laughs> but uh, other than those three, I don't know anyone in this movie. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure if I saw pictures of. All of the cast now, I'd be like, oh, that was the dad in this I Disney did that movie, and, and I got nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to try to, but I really don't know anyone. And to, and to be fair, nobody has any standout acting roles that are necessary of a big person. Like, I mean, heck, even this was Keith David before he was Keith David. So, you know, all you need is someone to act surprised. And you I gotta... think more people just know what he sounds like than what he looks like. Yeah, so. the president from Rick and Morty. Yep. That's, that's his most recent uh, big voiceover, I believe. Yep. He was in Community. Community. Was in that community. was a live action role for him. And uh, as Jake mentioned, Wequiem uh, for a Dream. No, Kevin. 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 You, oh, Kevin. Yeah. Jake, yeah. Kevin, same thing. He makes him go ass wait, wait. to ass. No, that, he doesn't yell it, but it's yeah. at his house. Yeah. And he's, he's going, holding the event. Yeah. He's friends with the ass to ass man. Yeah, the old white guy. He fights Roddy Piper and they live for about 15 minutes. Then they recreate oh. that fight scene in an episode of Adventure Time. Oh, God. Is it really? Yeah, with Keith David. Oh, yeah, Keith, Keith David, David is the, the uh, Flame King. Yeah, he's yeah. Flame King. Yeah. And Roddy Piper ends up playing the guy who's overthrowing him, and then they just recreate that oh, fight. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> that was a good one. Adventure Time's a great show. It has good <laughs> It has good stuff. But anyway. It's got things for all ages. Um, like so, John Carpenter's The Thing. So there's these guys, <laughs> uh, Nor- Norwegian and Norwegianites. The movie actually opens with like the USS Enterprise crashing into Earth. It's a, it's kind of a weird show. Oh, yeah, it looks like it's, the Millennium Falcon. It's, yeah. it's the only time uh, that it really lays on a CGI for the sake of letting you know aliens. Really? Yeah, it's about yeah, aliens. Yeah, it's really... I forgot that that's the just ent- the very first thing you see is... And gone around the corner. And then... And then it goes like, Antarctica, 1982. Yeah. A guy in a helicopter is trying real desperately to shoot a husky. Yeah. Shoot a dog. He's a real bad boy. This guy is like the worst shot ever. Uh, to be fair, we do later learn he's a scientist, not a and, not an actual and fighter, also, so. so he's a scientist in a helicopter at you know chasing a moving dog that, if shot, we don't even know if it would care. 
Hmm. Oh, it wouldn't. We know. We actually so do know it wouldn't. So for all, but I'm saying, you know, whatever. For it me. might slow it down. He might have gotten hit. It. That guy might have hit him twice or three. Actually, times. That, that, I, I do question that though, because we we do learn that burning it supposedly works. Yeah, fire. And you have to be very thorough and complete yeah, with it. Though. And we do know that the Norwegians. Knew this. Yeah, they toasted it. So why are they trying to gun it down if they... I think they're trying to slow it down so they can cook it with the grenades. Oh, yeah, they do have a sack. Because, like, I mean, you see it... Sorry, sorry. As soon as I'm done with this. You do see it in every sci-fi slash horror slash action movie of all time. If something won't go down by shooting it once... Shoot it a bunch. You shoot it a bunch. So, like... Until you run out of ammo, then you throw your gun at it. Then you throw your gun at it, yeah. Like, so for them, even if they had hit it while chasing it and, like, to burn it down, I'm Mm -hmm. sure that in their mind they're just like... Guns kill. Keep shooting. Do they talk about that because they're Norwegians and don't speak American? At least as Guns far as I can kill. tell. Americans. So, I mean, they like, are. Bork, I mean, bork, bork. It's not bork, bork. really worth burying the lead because you probably know this movie well enough. The dog's the monster. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't make that obvious. It just looks like some crazy guy's trying real hard to shoot a dog right yeah. now. Yeah. So Jimmy had mentioned that uh, if you do understand Norwegian, the whole movie is spoiled right away. But you also know the premise of the movie. But, well, no, yeah. even without knowing the premise, it only spoils it about a minute early. I mean, fr- as soon as... So mm-hmm. let's, let's say that. So they show up. Uh, wait, yeah. you had well, something you want to say about, you know, shooting oh, things. And yeah, things. I was just going to say, I could c- forgive, like, missing with all the shots because of, like, the difficulty and the movement. Yeah, and the scientists. But the grenades <laughs> are so far off. Okay, the purpose so- of the grenade is to just... You just have to get close. Just near. Yeah, and it's just like... He just throws it and then it blows up in the background. Like, no, I have a, I have a really good impression that this guy does has no idea how to throw grenades, and we'll get to why. But first, we got to sweep over our Antarctic research base, which is going to have our main cast of quirky characters. So, so it does a quick pass through and shows you only a few interactions, nothing crazy. There, a, the establishing scene for Kurt Russell's character, he's who, playing, uh, McCready, is he's the playing name of chess character. on a computer. Yeah, and he. Mm-hmm. So, like, a, a yeah, computer that is specifically for chess, which makes me wonder, would that be a necessity to bring to Antarctica? Like a Game no, Boy you put like in your a, pocket. This is a full... It's no, like it a says, killing time sort of thing. Yeah, but on the whole side, it's like Chess Attack 3000 or whatever, and it's a full-size, like, old Oh, this is 1982. Game. What is he going to have, a Nintendo Entertainment System? Well, I mean, he shouldn't have any Is he going to get a games. 3DS break that <laughs> out? He should have no video games. This is Antarctica. That's a lot of resources to get that baby there. I mean, I mean there's, there's, there's you want to suffer from cabin fever? Yeah, they bang each other. We all know this. In Antarctica, they bang a lot. Everyone. And there was no women yeah, okay. in this movie. That's probably because if there were, they would just bang and that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah, you can't keep So banging. which one do you think is Although, a bitch? Pregnancy on the, uh, on the Antarctic base is probably bad. Although in the, the prequel with the Norwegian base, there's an American woman. She's like the main actor there. So Ooh. I, 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 was, I don't remember. So that's why there was no American women in this movie, is because they left to go do other stuff temporarily, and then all hell breaks loose. That's what we're going to use as an excuse for misogyny. It's fine. Uh, it's the but yeah, so he, he's playing chess against yep. the computer. He loses. I'm like, well, that's not a very Kurt Russell thing. Then he loses, and he pours his whiskey on the computer. In, into. Like, he pulls up the front and straight into He, like, the opens the floppy drive. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, cheating, bitch. Yeah. The, just, line. the computer just starts. So like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's on brand for Kurt Russell. So yeah, uh, Kurt Russell is McCready. He is the oh, yeah, helicopter right. pilot of their base, mm-hmm. and he's basically just a cowboy. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. He has a cowboy hat. He has a cowboy hat on him at all times. He's a pilot for the base. Yes, yes. There's one other pilot mm-hmm. who they the stoner, who, right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I, like, I can't. Oh, I'll take you over there, and like, no, no, no. funny. Joke hey, McCready, take me over here. Yeah. 
Uh, so they go through and show you the characters just talking. Um, it shows like the black, uh, younger black guy on rollerblades skating around. Yeah, he's I think cook. he's the cook. Yep. Being his name is Tolls. Yeah, Nulls. 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 Nulls is the cook, and then Childs is Keith David. He's the other black guy yeah, on the base. Super young Keith David. Uh, and he's basically the, he's basically the asshole of the base. Yeah, uh, tough guy. He's the tough guy. Yeah, he's he's recognizable immediately though by his voice and his tooth gap. I yep. think he's supposed to be, like, the security guy on the base, too. Yeah, I'd believe that. That'd be fine. They never actually assign him a, They don't. A they role. don't tell you what he is, but he's the one who wants to go out and fight everyone. Yeah. I'm so. in charge, and I have to make sure I know what's going on, is kind of his thing. So Without I'm, ever being in charge. The thing I was trying to figure out is, do they have two doctors, or yes. is yes. Well, so, yeah, specifically, um, they like, have, a... Uh, they have Dr. Copper, I think, is, yep. the, is the guy who is like the medical guy. Yeah. And then they have Wilfred Brimley's character, who is he's like um, a medical scientist. He's, he's like a medical he's, examiner. Yeah, he's a pathologist. They have another doctor. Uh, it was like Kolsch or something. Right. It like uh, Blair's Blair's Wilfred Brimley. And then you had uh, Gary, who is like the captain of the base, and he's the one who had the key to the freezer. I don't think yeah. he was a doctor, though. Nope. Nope. No, but they're, then, they're like Copper. Later, there's a guy that he's the one that finds the name tag out in the. the oh, uh, Fuchs. Fuchs. Yes. So you have three. Oh, yeah. he's, he's a, he's a, no, he's the scientist. He's a scientist. Guy. Yeah. You well, see him with a beaker. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. He's the scientist. And actually, a lot of like a handful not of them scientists because it is of a, it's more of a flask. It's an Erlenmeyer yeah. flask, yes. Or perhaps a round bottom flask. Mm, yeah, science. And what did Norris do? He was fat. Yeah, he was the fat guy. Norris and was the resident. Uh, like I'd assume and the Clark rest was the, the dark, and Clark was the doorkeeper. Yeah. Yes, and then there was Windows, who was the communications guy. Yep. yep. Not to be confused with Mac. Yep. Like was that actually Clark's only job? He was the dog guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, he was the kennel guy. And what's the name the of musher. the other pilot? The stoner. Where's the conspiracy guy? Yeah. yeah, I don't know his name. Okay, uh, it's like Jenkins or something. Sorry, dude, you're Mister Stoner guy now. I mean, I can look it up, but yeah, that's pretty I'm much sure we have the they have the page open in front of us. I'm sure the cast list is there. I was going to go to their IMD page. I, IMDB page. It starts with a J, though. That, what his, uh... Where's cast? Boyos. Right there. Boom. It's Gary. Gary. No, Gary's, no, no, Gary's the base captain. Oh, yes. you're right. Gary. Fuchs, Windows, Norwegian, Norwegian, Vince Norris, Dr. Copper. Palmer. 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 There I thought go. it was a J name. I don't know why. And then, wait. He's the one who's, like, perpetually injured the whole movie. And, oh, Bennings is the dude that gets shot in the leg. Very beginning. He's the first one to turn. Yeah. Well, that we know of. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, so the, after that happens, you obviously hear a lot of commotion outside uh, because they... The helicopter's uh, circling the base, and yeah. they have no idea why. And just... You know, just shooting and throwing grenades, and they're like, this is real weird. Yeah, so they land. The dog runs up and immediately starts loving the the dog, uh, Clark. No, Clark. not Clark. Um, he jumps his hands up, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. And meanwhile, Norwegian it's, guy... It's, it's Bennings. Oh, yeah, Benning. Yeah, it's Benning. It's like a shot. Yeah. Uh, the Norwegian guy goes to throw a grenade and throws it behind him at the plane. <laughs> yep. So he immediately does he the thing where... Right? He kills the pilot. Doesn't one of them start digging for the himself. grenade? Yeah, he throws it, turns, and jumps into what? the snow and starts digging out cause, because the plane is full of dynamite. Mm -hmm. The entire plane is grenades, so he tries to get out and obviously doesn't get it in time. It explodes and kills him. Meanwhile, Shooter McGavin is yep. running with his rifle. <laughs> That's why he's Norwegian. That makes sense. 
And he's running after him, and he's like yelling Norwegian stuff. Which, yeah, apparently if you can understand, he's trying to explain that the dog is the monster. I assume he says something along the lines of, alien yeah, like, can be get away anything. F- get away from the dog, it's a shape-shifting monster. Yeah. Um, but they have no idea what he's saying. And he's like, oh, no, basically, this is a guy pointing a gun, shouting at them, and they're like, well, I, I don't understand you. So he takes a shot at the dog, and he shoots Bennings in the leg. Yep, just I think he crazy. does nick the dog, too. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't because they're never like know. actually attending. I thought the dog. I, I thought I remembered seeing like blood on the dog, but that I feel like never hits the dog at all. And then we get a scene where um, and then yeah. what's his face? Uh, Gary, the the base captain, breaks his window oh, yeah. in his office, and he just takes a pot shot and shoots the Norwegian right in the eye. Right yeah, they the established eye. that Gary's a bit of a gun nut, so yeah. he just has one on him. He's like a sixty year old military vet. He just wants yeah. to fight. He's yeah, shoots up the place. Yeah. So yeah, he kills the Norwegian guy, and then everyone is like. Okay, so what the fuck was that about? And they're talking through, and the, and the movie lays it on heavy. It's, it's just cabin fever. Yeah, it, so everybody's freaking out, talking about maybe we're at war, maybe this, this. And the dog is... It, it, it's laying it on heavy, though. Hey, watch what the dog is doing. Mm-hmm. And the dog actually goes into a room with Bennings, and that's it. No, the dog doesn't go into a... The yeah, dog goes... Clark, I think. Is it Clark? They know it's Clark. Here's what There's happens. One guy in the room. They, they, yeah, they're like, we'll go out, we'll go out later, and we'll investigate what, what's the actually winds happening. Or yada yada. They, there's a whole argument about whether or not they could take the helicopter up. But McCready's like, yeah, I'm a badass enough. I can take the helicopter. Yes. Yeah. They leave to go. They leave to go investigate the Norwegian uh, research outpost. Yeah, and then at during all that. The dog's walking through the base, being a cute boy. Yeah, it goes into someone's room. It goes room into there. someone's room. You don't yeah, see we only see the shadow. It's the shadow. And yeah. then the person turns and... Yeah, they lay it on to imply it was Clark, but we do know later that it wasn't. I mean, whoever it was, they got... They got... They got, they got, got turned. Yeah. And we know yeah. that, we know from later that Clark wasn't one of those guys that got turned. Push. Well, I guess push. we're pausing push. it again. We push. Push. What's up? How much longer are you guys going to be... Uh, probably 40 minutes. Alright, I'm gonna run to the mall because my sunglasses came in. Ooh, so nice. I'm get them now. Ooh, nice. Yeah, actually, that would be a great Did you already go to the store? Yeah, I went to the store. Oh, so you got bad. So Do you have Coke. drinks? Two liter of Coke, and I got two things of um, the half and half. Oh, I got a thing of half and half oil, regular thing of oil. I got the Barry Weiss. Ooh. And what else did I get? How much do I owe you? Uh, I still only spent like $41, so I don't know. Okay. Did you grab any energy? Any caffeine? Coca-Cola is the only caffeine you got. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah. Good with it. Liter of cola. Right, Enjoy. Get your glasses. Love them. Thank you. No. All right. And so, resume now. So the dog goes in there, obviously, like you said, the shadow turns, mm-hmm. and that's it. That is the third, fourth time the camera focuses on the dog walking around. Mm-hmm. So, And I think later on we could probably... Guess who it was that turned around? It's one of two people. Yeah. So then the movie, like the reason why I don't think the Norwegian language thing is necessarily spoiling the movie, the movie never leads you to believe it's anything other than no. a massive monster alien. Actually, attack. they figure out what's going on pretty quick, and also when they how go to over find there. It. Yeah, they go over there. They find journals. They find tapes. They find a weird, messed up, demorphed body. Yeah. Formed. So what it yeah. is is you don't get a really good look, but it's a human. That's split into two, so there's like two fucking yeah, heads. Well, and it heads, it's heads in half and stretch. It's got like too many limbs too. Like yeah. you can see, like it's got like four arms, and they're all bent at odd angles. Yeah, and it's got the feelers. Which, if you want to see what that looks like, the prequel. Oh, it shows that. Yep. The nice. um, is it shown as CGI or as practical effects? 
Oh, I don't remember. It's been a few years. The, I think I've watched it in 2012 or something. Yeah, so the the they can't get a lot of information out of the base. They do see that everyone in there has been murdered. And the fires. Lots this of fires. Is, uh, this is McCready and Dr. Copper that yes. go to the base. Yes. And um, Gary, too. Oh, you're right. Gary does go, too. Yep. They, they find a lot of papers, but they're all written in, like, Norwegian, so they can't speak it. Yep. McCready's, like, super, uh, he's, like, these Swedish people. They're Norwegian. Yeah. They, like, had to remind him three times that they're Swedes. Norwegian. And then um, they go into this room, and they find this cut-out ice block. Yeah, like a perfectly square. Like an ice yep. Yeah. And, yeah, the charred remains of that weird thing with two faces. Let's talk about the, the, the dude that... Killed himself because that was a pretty. Uh, oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. That just, was a pretty like fucked up imagery too. They sh- the doctor finds him and he's like, "Hey, McGrady, go check this out." And it zooms in on a frozen yeah. body because obviously see, you see no... a straight razor in his hand. Well, at the end of it, it I think I think that's the first thing you see is a straight razor in his hand. And I thought you it see... zoomed in on the back of him and then a camera goes oh, around. Oh yeah, yeah I, but when you see the actual when it starts painting over the body, the first thing you see it starts at the arm with the razor in his hand and you see like. Frozen bloodsicles hanging off yeah, his arm. Both wrists fully opened. And his throat fully Yeah, just like... That was a little intense. Like, I don't... Would you... If you could slice your own wrists and then go that deep into your neck... Why not just do the neck? Yeah, why not just do the neck at that point? Jesus. Mm. Well, I mean, seeing this thing... Uh, Although this does kind of... drive you to do some stuff. This does kind of imply, though, that the thing can only turn you if you're alive when it gets to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, so it doesn't have to turn you. Is it is, is irrelevant? It ha, it becomes. It just takes your cells and goes. And now I'm it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it needs life cells. Yeah. yeah so it, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, just so because it doesn't ever turn you, it becomes yeah, a it, version of it. You. Eats your. It does eat you pretty much. Oh yeah. If it gets the full like, but yeah, it doesn't even have to do that. I think uh, later they you use get the right word assimilation. It yeah. It shows the cell assimilation as Wilfred Brimley's looking at a computer screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Some nice vector graphics on that thing. Yeah. They bring it home. Uh, well, yeah, because now they think they found, like, some really cool, like, scientific find. Yeah. Like, oh, this could be, like, proof of alien life or something. And of course. As soon as it yeah. gets there, you have to start digging through it. Yeah, you yeah. got to get Wilford Brimley to autopsy it. Yeah. His character's name is Blair. But I think it's going to be hard not to refer to him as Wilford Brimley. But at this point, they did put the dog in the kennel with the rest of them. Not yet. Dog's still wandering. I think it's when they're autopsying, they tell him to put the dog. Well, so he he's autopsying. Yeah. Uh, and he think, sees it, as weird as the thing looks, its organs are completely human. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, that's odd. And he's like, this, this probably warrants looking at. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to crunch some numbers, guys. Then it cuts to them in like the break room playing pool and playing poker and like the thing rubs by i think it's uh i think it's benning's leg like the dog brushes up against him and he freaks out like yeah. it's played like a little bit of a jump scare and he's like right oh, get that thing in the kennel well he jumps because his leg is injured yeah it hits his shot. leg yeah oh there is a scene earlier on where uh copper stitches him up and he's like oh stop being a baby barely raised you yeah mm. but four, four stitches yeah, four stitches. But yeah, he, he yells at Clark to go and put the dog in the kennel, and Clark's like, all right, sure. And then this happens. Yeah, Yeah. so this is not even 20 minutes into the movie, and you already know something's weak. Like, it, it, it lays it on heavy. It's, that would, it would be like if in the first 20 minutes of Nightmare on Elm Street, it just shows Freddy Krueger walking down the street with a whistle. 
Like, it really goes kind um, of aggressive. I mean, they do it pretty quickly in Nightmare on Elm Street. It's well, they like show the you first the first scene. Yeah, they yeah. show you him, but they don't... They sh- It's like a quick thing, and they show you his glove more than anything in, like, a shadowy face. And then ten minutes later, he shows up and murders a woman on the ceiling. So, yeah, it's pretty quick on that he one. He doesn't... Wor- so, she gets murdered by ghost him on the ceiling, but it's not him just walking around making jokes. You see in the dream, though. Oh, no, he doesn't really make... No, you don't see him in dream. All you see is shadow, again, and claws. You're misconstruing what I'm saying. They go... F- Full on. Yeah, yeah it'd be so like Freddy Krueger making a joke and bantering with the nearest protagonist. Yeah, basically they, they put the dog in the kennel and all the other dogs immediately start snarl, snarling and growling. Well, once it. the guy walks away. Yeah. He, which is, uh, shows kind of like a sign of basic intelligence. Well, obviously it has more than basic, but mm-hmm. of intelligence in the sand. Yeah, in and we thing. see that the, uh, the dog kind of turns into a liquor from uh, Resident Evil. So, here's the thing. When you look at this movie, you do- this is a very influential in classic horror movie mm-hmm. and you know what i realize is very influenced by this movie mm. is resident evil 4 mm-hmm. because the way that this thing looks and the way it's animated is 100 percent what the las plagas look like in resident evil 4 yeah kind of including the way that the dog just erupts into flailing tentacles because mm-hmm. that that is an actual enemy from resident evil 4 tentacles also, go everywhere liquid goes spraying yep. arms shoot out of random it spots. shoots like acid like digestive juices out yeah. of the dog i also noticed this is very, uh, like, as you said, influential. Have you seen the anime Parasite? Nope. Yes. This is, like, that was Weed very shit. John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even with how, like, they look and how they pretend they're human and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. And he so, was very influenced by Lovecraft. Yeah. So, I think the point is, like, with this scene, John Carpenter was like, this is the movie that we're going to have right here. We're not yeah. going to be, like, super suspenseful with a twist ending. At- yeah. No, no. I'm shoving it right here, and this is how we're going to deal this with it. This is what it's about. Which I, I do like that. I mean, that's John Carpenter style in general. Yeah, kind pretty of much the only the thing in this movie that's up for interpretation is the ending. Well, yes. I'm, well, and your uh, timing of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about the movie, which we'll get to when we reach the end. But the last thing I was just going to say is, uh, I was reading the Wikipedia page earlier today. Fun fact, this movie, like most phenomenal movies, was critically panned when it came out. And it barely made its budget back in the theaters. And they called it crappy and corny, and the practical effects were so-so, and it'll never be anything. And then, like, <laughs> two years later, when it came out on VHS, finally, uh, it the public perception of it changed, and there was, like, newspaper writings about it, and they were like, this movie's freaking awesome! I mean, horror movies rarely did well. Well, just, like, but movies in well, general. Yeah, because like, they were thought of as, like, lowbrow, like, this is just yeah. gore for Well, I'm just yes. saying, that was common in, the, in, like, pre-internet. It was super... I mean, Citizens King... Wizard of Oz was considered a complete trash. And obviously, yeah, we it, know how that It changed. was considered flashy garbage. Yeah, but... But, I mean, pretty much up until, like... I'd argue, like, the 2000s, we didn't really get A-tier, a, a like, big box office horror movies. They were all yeah, like, the slasher genre was becoming big in the 80s. But e- those even movies are well-remembered and well-loved. Yeah, but but Probably in retrospect. They weren't, they weren't like, killing it at the box office. They weren't, like, MCU um, levels of yeah, success. Yeah, like, in the 90s, can you think of, like, I think Wes Craven's New Nightmare was, like... Scream was real big. Well, and it's also well-known that the 90s is, like, similar to comics, one of the worst times for horror movies in general. Mm-hmm. The 80s fed a market, and the 90s overreacted to that market. Yeah. The, the, big, the big horror movie of the 90s was Scream, and Scream yeah. was... A parody? Yeah, it was like a dripping with 90s irony parody of the horror genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But the only thing I would say to contest that is I think it would be more cyclical because Rosemary Baby at the time, she was like the biggest of big actresses and Roman Polanski was a massive filmmaker and they were like, holy shit, they're making a scary movie? And that movie blew it up. That mm-hmm. movie was everything. Well, so yeah, I think it's just in ways. I think like The Exorcist did really well when it Yes, Exorcist was gigantic. Jaws, Jaws created the summer blockbuster. What about... Uh, like literally it created The mini series. Didn't well, that was the TV thing, but still, that was huge. When well, that was memorable. Out. That was memorable for being a weird, freaky miniseries that's super long. Yeah, and people loved and, it. Uh, and Tim Curry's performance. But yeah. other than that, I don't think it's like this huge, critically acclaimed touchstone. No. Also, no. touching on Jaws, I don't think Jaws was billed as a horror movie when it was released. Well, yeah, that doesn't matter. But I mean, that's what we're talking about. I'm talking about how horror movies, though, like the traditional horror movies, really didn't. I mean, what could you bill it as? It's a shark murdering. It, I mean, it's Although, listed, I mean, it's listed online as a mystery drama. John Carpenter would later go on to make Halloween. So yeah, I uh, know he'd already made it. Oh, Halloween! Thing was oh, the right, Halloween one. was seventies. Yep, right, it was seventy nine. Yeah, something like mm. that. It was just barely not the eighties, I believe. I remember being so. very upset watching Watch Mojo's best horror movies of the eighties and not seeing Halloween on it, and I had to know. All, I had to know why the thing was, was on it. Mm-hmm. Fun enough. Uh, anyways. The wolf goes full nuts and turns into this massive monster, and everyone it, it, sees it. It's this, not even like one of those, let me show you what's happening while people are being people. Yeah, it's this, like, no, everyone's going to show up and start shooting it. Yeah, this isn't a movie where they hide the monster from you. You see it right away, yeah. which I'm not sure if it detracts or adds towards it or not. Like, No, I think it adds towards it because they have really good practical mm-hmm. effects, and they're like, oh, wow, this thing is fucked up looking. But it, I think it also helps that we don't, understand yeah. what it is because like most of the movie is trying to figure out what this is what it's trying to do the movie does also i think i like that it doesn't spend a lot of time with the characters being like dumb uh big dumb idiots about the horror thing that's yeah. going on like oh well I, I i think that's probably just some kind of animal or something yeah. like that they're like oh we're, we're under attack by a monster now we yeah. need to deal yeah. with this oh yeah like in this scene like when everyone notices... They're, they're just like, like, get the flamethrower. Yeah, they start like, shooting it. It doesn't work. So they're like, child, get the flamethrower. Yeah, because... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, what's it? Clark goes in to check on it because he hears that it's like getting loud in there. Yeah. He sees that the monster has melted several dogs and is starting to fuse them into its biomass. And other ones jumped out and took off. Yes. Some dogs straight up disappeared. And he, he freaks out. And he no, the dog doesn't disappear. We see exactly what happens to the dog. Mm. No, no. Gopher Brimley goes apeshit on it. Oh, oh, oh. That, that's later. That's yeah. La- yeah, but uh, the two dogs, I believe. Yeah, two only, dogs get away. Yeah. I think yeah. only one got away. Two got away. When, when he opens the door and they push through him, one comes right yeah. out, then another, and then he starts uh, kicking the door. And I thought then it was just the one that came The other out. three get killed and eaten. Yes. But yeah, they... Uh, Absorbed. Absorbed. Assimilated. Assimilated. Yeah, the... the uh, Clark basically just falls over and is doing the horrible... Movie. Oh, no! Yeah. But... Kurt Russell immediately notices that he's in trouble, sounds the alarm, and comes in with a flamethrower. Yeah, and goes apeshit. Uh, which, they've got so much fuel for those flamethrowers. Oh, yeah. They, they do. They, 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 they have like seven They have tons of flammable stuff on this base. That's like, that's basically what they have. I mean, I understand the kerosene, so that's probably a major source of their, uh, Generators. their heating and yeah. stuff. They have no choice but to use it, because back then I doubt they and were... And flares make sense if you're going to be in the Antarctic. And, yeah. You know, but yeah, I don't understand why they have so much flamethrower fuel. They How like, often, like, why do they even have flamethrowers? What were they expecting to encounter in Antarctica that required a flamethrower? Maybe to melt ice. Maybe to melt some ice away. I don't know. I don't know, but they do have several flamethrowers. Yeah, they have a bunch yeah. of them. Uh, and when this thing is, you know, quote-unquote dead, they bring it in and 
autopsy this body hardcore and he find this is when wilford brimley deduces uh wow it was making a dog in here because he cuts it open and pulls a dog out that's not it's obviously like a melted dog yeah it wasn't it's quite dog. complete okay yeah didn't so yeah to uh talk on your point about like the passage of time mm-hmm. well, most of the next scenes happen the next the following day Okay. Yes. Okay. Because then they're they're like, well, we got to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. And they review the security footage from the Norwegian. Don't they base. go back to the yeah, base? Yeah, yeah. Do. Don't they also go back to the base? Yeah, there's, there's two things happening. What's going on in base, and then it's McCready and Gary and one other person that go to the Norwegian. They yeah. go to the, the, the dig site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, where they find the spaceship. The whole yeah, they, ship under ice. Yeah, because yeah, they review the security footage, and they're like, they were digging up something big. Let's go to the site and see what that was about. And yeah. then there's just... Yeah, I think it was Gary, McCready, and Childs that go there while uh, Wilford Brimley's back at base doing This is autopsy. when he's running the simulations on the computer and stuff, yes. too. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. and Wilford Brimley... Well, for, first he's, like, cleaning up the mess in the kennel with, uh, with uh, Clark. Yeah. And they're like, oh, how long were yeah, how, the hey, dog? How long was the dog just roaming around the base? Oh. It was like it was like a day. Why do you ask? How long were you <laughs> alone with the dog for? It was like I don't know, maybe a few minutes. Yeah. No, I think um, it says like an hour. An hour yeah, he says hour, hour and a half. Yeah. And like, why, why do you ask? Wilford Brimley's like, uh, no reason. Yeah. And then he goes back to his computer and he's like. Uh, and he's showing the little vector graphics thing of the cells assimilating and transforming the other cells. And they're like, okay, computer, what are the odds that someone in the base is currently infected? 75 percent Yeah. Okay, uh, what happens if it escapes? Oh, if it escapes, it would be like... Oh, if it reaches civilization... Within 27,000 hours. Yep. Infect everyone. It would mm-hmm. infect the entire world. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to shut myself in my lab for a little bit. Yeah. And he basically just sequesters himself, and everyone's kind of nervous about what Wolfram Brimley's doing. Running scary numbers. Yes. <laughs> but oh, I'm going crazy. <laughs> um, so... I think what he's doing is actually completely logical, but yeah. it seems crazy. Yeah. He... So what the biggest thing that it shows up on his thing is obviously the assimilation thing was pretty cool, but it shows, he says, uh, what are the chances that someone in my group is already infected, and it says 75%. And one or more, whatever it says, are infected. It says 75%. And then it says, how quickly would everyone be mm-hmm. uh, infected if this made it to civilization? And it says yeah. 27,000 hours. Yep. yep. And that's when he starts going, oh, 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 oh. He finally got the beatus. Yeah, he starts freaking out. Yeah, they've only ever seen this thing mid-transformation other than when it was the dog. Yeah. But, like, this thing can copy a person down to their clothes. And they so. do actually mention that it wasn't going to get out of Antarctica as a dog. It came here specifically to become oh, a person. And it, doesn't, and it can only become something that it's absorbed. It doesn't, co- it doesn't copy their clothes. It steals their clothes. Because they make a point later on that when it attacks, it has to go through the clothes... To, to, to get to you, and yeah. if you see a ripped shirt, that guy is infected. It can only copy organic matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it goes through, and that's why at the end with the real Fruit Brindley thing, I thought was really cool. We'll get there in a minute. Um, but yeah, uh, then simultaneously, those three are, they find the the, um, the spaceship. Yep. And they find a conveniently tomb-shaped hole in the ground. Yeah. And they, and their theory is ship crash landed, thing crawled out and froze because it didn't couldn't wasn't uh, suited to survive. And it's been there for a hundred, at least a hundred thousand years. 
Which, who the frick knows, because the movie doesn't tell you when that ship's space crash landed. We're just going with it. At this point, they assume that they've killed it. They assume that they've got it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not on super high alert, and in fact, they still want to keep the body around because it could be the scientific find of the century. Someone's going to win a Nobel Prize off of it. Yeah, that's what they say. So they're basically moving it into the storage. But immediately when that happens... uh, Bennings gets got. Bennings gets pulled in. Wait, what what happened first? Bennings... Well, got first, got or Brimley went crazy. Well, Bennings well, got got. First. What ha- what happens mm-hmm. is that Windows like thinks he sees Brimley going about. Yeah. And or well, Clark first first of all, Clark is worried about Brimley because Brimley sequestered himself. So he goes to McCready, tell him like, okay, so Blair Wilford Brimley's character, he's been <laughs> acting real weird. So I I didn't know what was up. So I went and saw his journal, and he's talking about how this thing is going to replace us and kill us all. Yeah. And it's it's real unhinged. And I'm real worried about it. And you, oh, wait, McCready, no. as someone that I trust, yeah, I want. I, I, I was hoping to tell you about it so that you might, you might figure it out and do something. It wasn't Clark. It was Fuchs. Yeah, it was Fuchs. Oh, you're right. It was Fuchs. And then, Clark doesn't trust McCready at and all. And then they head out, yeah. and he says, "Windows, go tell people something or other." And Windows comes back screaming, "Oh, it's it, um, it got Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. It Bennett. Bennings. Uh, Bennings. Oh yeah. And then they all sprint in there, and Bennings is gone. But the windows broke. But the windows broken. And then not it shows not to be confused with windows and, being broken. Correct, which he is. Mm-hmm. And well, by this time it's night. And it was yeah, and it was right then when they're like, "Where the fuck is Bennings? The window's broken." That everyone is losing their mind here, gunshots, and Blair is just axing the place. Well, I thought first we do first see thing, window. We see windows walking outside, like he or not windows. Uh, Bennett is uh, Bennings is like walking away. Yeah, he's yeah. just walking away, outside. and he's like shuffling or whatnot. Oh, and they set him on fire. Yeah, he, yeah. And they, they look at him, like and then he's. He issues forth an inhuman scream, and then they light him up. Is that fire. the first time we hear the scream? Yep. Yes, we had, we didn't hear it before. That. And you and hear, that, it makes noises when it does the dog. Thing, well, but. yeah, but I'm talking like an actual, and that shows that mm-hmm. it actually needs time to like replicate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah he hasn't for quite them. finished becoming Bennings, Whoa. and that's when McCready gets on his. Oh, they're trying to replace us all. Yeah. And they, they will take our exact form and hide amongst us. And they walk in. Uh, they're talking about it. They're like, "Those crazy." And that's when they. That's when they see Wilford Brimley trashing the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, just McCready does, and he's yes. like, "What were you doing?" He opens it up, and the helicopter is just trashed. Uh, and they go inside, and he's he's axing all the servers. Yeah, every computer in there, and they're like, "He's going crazy, man! He's, he's got going, a gun! He's got a gun! He's just shooting right at the door, <laughs> just cause." He um, actually does do the unload the clip and throw the gun at the person. Yeah, you know, they uh, tell they tell you he killed the dog. Yep, he killed the he killed all dogs. the dogs. He ruined the tractor. He ruined the helicopter. And what he's currently doing is destroying any possible chance of communication. Because he re- he he realizes that the only way to save people is to make sure that it does not get out of here. Exactly. Uh, and again, we actually cut to the next. They 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 subdue Brimley. Yes, yeah, and throw him in the supply closet out in the. Middle of the base, I guess. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And uh, yeah, it's like the it's like the next day, and he's like, "Okay, you can keep me out here, but you know that this is real fucked up, right? <laughs> keep an eye on Clark. I think I don't think he's on the level." Yeah, and he's like, "What do you mean by that? Keep an eye on Clark, real close." So yeah, at this point, McCready gets everyone to who is still around in the base together, and he's like. Okay, we have to figure out what we're going to do about this because we're now stranded out here. Yep. We our rescue team won't be around till spring, and Mercury's like, "Yeah, and we're not going to be around till spring because this thing has replaced one of us, 
and it's gonna kill us. Yes. I, he says, I know I'm human. Yeah. And I know that you guys are not all things, or you would just rush me now and kill me. He doesn't yep. say that till later. That's when they're burning the all the all, everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he does say something along the lines of, "We're gonna start testing each other. We're gonna find out. We're gonna yeah. We're gonna come up with a test. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's see if we can figure yeah. out who it is. And the doctor's like, "Well, I, I have been thinking about this, and I do have an idea." We've seen the simulations, it take, it, how it takes over other pe- other cells. So if we get clean human cells, and we get a blood sample from everyone, and we combine it with the clean human cells, whichever ones get taken over, that those are the people that are, are monsters. Are mm-hmm. infected, yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's go get the blood. Uh, who? So when, we, when they walk in, you see that the safe is open, the blood is drained. Yeah, well, so the safe isn't no, open. It was the locked. Blood, yeah, the oh, yeah, safe was locked and the blood was draining out of it. Yeah. It was so they blood. open it up, they find it, and they're like, who had the key to this? And only Gary has the key. And only Dr. Copper, Copper is allowed to take Although, the key to access the one safe. One thing I will say is, even though all the bags were drained, there was still remnants of blood in each of them. Yeah, but once you, once you pop the seal and oxygen is exposed to the blood and all that, I mean, it dies. Oh, it dies pretty quick. Now that we have watched the movie, we know who all the things were. That's what's going to be my question. Yeah. Who yeah. do you think it was that did it? Because we find out later, we'll go over this, but we find out later everyone who is and isn't uh, infected. Let's, or, let's keep a little suspense. Yeah, to that. the degree of that movie, we find out who is and isn't. Um, but we do kind of know this that this lays it on heavy who could or who couldn't have. Who do you think actually did it? Well, we, we do know that the thing is tricky. And yeah. it, it, it's smart enough to try and intentionally mislead them to try and sow discord. Yes. And so. some and he did mention that someone could have lifted the keys from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I that, that's it. probably most likely what happened. I know my guess, but I don't want to give away something that we're going to get to in a second. So when we get to the end, then that will answer that question. So. So, yeah, then they're like, okay, yeah, let's just have a burning party. Burn anything that could be infected. Yeah. Oh, uh, you, so so based on the fact that either Gary, the boss, or Dr. Copper right. could have opened it, and the warning about Clark, they tied those three up. There's mm-hmm. one thing really important that happens that we skipped over, and that is that Fuchs, on his way out, finds a McCready shirt with holes in it. No, that's later. Well, they find it twice. So, you, so if you remember, yeah, someone, remember Fuchs finds it and doesn't do anything with it, and he pockets it, and you don't see it again until well, he later. he burns himself. He, so maybe someone burns something him. happens yes but he finds that thing and then later we stumble upon a smoked fuchs body no, and that, we also find the best later that's that that's not that's not the sequence of events though yeah we, fuchs is in there during the blood because after the blood's done and they uh, tie up dr copper uh gary willingly surrenders his weapon because he's like yep. look i know i'm suspicious so, well, I'll, and also I'm not stable. He's like, you guys clearly want someone else in charge. Yes. So he's like, Charles wants it. And Norris is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Norris is, is like, I'm just a fat guy. Yeah. yeah. We don't even know what Norris does. That's yeah. why I'm... And everyone's like, we don't know what Norris does. <laughs> don't give him the gun. Uh, Childs wants to take it, but they're like, let's give it to someone. Uh, Clark steps in front of him with a knife. They're like, hell you will. And he puts the knife right to, right to Child's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do know that Clark likes to stab people. So they end up defaulting to McCready because they feel like he's the most composed. And because it's high noon. Yeah, it's high noon. Not McCready. (laughs) (laughs) McCready. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, So then they set up into parties to go burn stuff down. And yeah, this is where he has everyone together and Kurt Russell's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I know I'm human. 
And if you, if not all of you were human, you would all rush me right now. Yeah. Because that's what this thing wants, is it wants to replace all of us. Yeah. Once it can do that, if it wins. But if we figure out who it is, we can light it on fire. Like, it's not particularly good at defending itself once it's exposed. Yeah. I think he actually says it's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is actually where they take the three people's side and tie them up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he says, yeah. you three, you're, su- you're suspect. Yeah, Go you're over see. here, we're going to morphine you and tie you up. Yep, which mm-hmm. Dr. Copper, and that's the only Also, oh, I just want to point out that they are not Clark. They yeah. are not injecting morphine properly into these people. They're giving them, like, a vaccine. Just they are not going in the veins. Well, in fact, Copper tries yeah. to take it from uh, Kurt Russell because he's like, you're doing it wrong. You're going to break the needle in my arm. Mm. He's doing it fine. Mm. It was Clark, Copper, and I don't know who else. Gary. Yeah. Gary. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gary because Gary and Copper because they're the ones who had access to the safe. And Clark because they're suspicious of him because Blair told them to be suspicious yeah. of him. Yeah. Um, and when the, and, the, and this is when, when they're out doing their thing, Fuchs finds the best. Well, yep. um, well, two of them go to talk to Blair for some reason. Yes. I thought that was uh, just on the general, like... To itinerary, I didn't. It was was so they 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 split up. Yeah, because we do get to see where Blair's like, "Hey, I'm better. I'm better. Yeah, Yeah. hey, let me let me out. Hey, hey, that's when they split up. This is this is the night that shit goes down too. Because I also mentioned earlier, there's going to be a big storm. Yeah, storms are basically just going to freeze everything in its path. Yeah. So negative a hundred degrees. Woof. So it's an Antarctic winter right now. So yeah. So they're out doing their thing. Yep. Uh, I don't remember what everyone's doing. Yeah, I believe it was... Uh, what was the other black guy's name? Nulls. It was Nulls, McCready, and someone else were yep. uh, a party. And Fuchs was sent to his office to think of a new mm-hmm. test. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the other one was Childs and... I can't remember who was with Childs. <clears throat> I don't know. Doesn't well, matter yeah, that doesn't much. Because yeah, uh, there's a third person with, and no, like Palmer doesn't trust being with Childs. I think it was Windows that was with Childs. Yeah. The but communications guy. But yeah. at some point, uh, while Nulls, Creedy, and the third person are out, I think they go talk to um Yeah, they go yeah. talk to, to Blair. Who's like, begging to be let back in. And of course they don't. And yeah, we'll that's, about when, it. that's yeah. when McCready realizes the light on his cabin. He's like, we're going to go to my room because yeah. I turned the lights off last yeah. night. And so he's like, third person, go back. Oh, nope. Yeah. Sequ- sequence of events again. Yeah, it's hard to remember the exact the, sequence. Uh, the, they do the check-in on Blair. Then it does cut to like nighttime. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell's like recording things for posterity. Yeah. He oh, does yeah. check on Fuchs, ask if he's come up with anything. Fuchs is like, I think I might have one or two ideas. And he's writing stuff down when the lights cut. Oh, yes. This is when Fuchs goes out. Uh, like, he goes out, like, looking to reset the breaker or yep. something like that. Goes out into the snow, and he sees a discarded and torn jacket with McCready's name on it. Yeah. And then it cuts away from him. Yep. They, the rest of them then realize that Fuchs is gone. Yep. They go out looking for him, and they find his burnt remains. Just a torched body. Not a disfigured one. Just straight up torched. Uh-huh. And they're, they're, like, wondering why he would do that, but then McCready notices that the light in his cabin is on, yeah. and he turned it off when he left it. Yep. So they go to investigate that while the rest of them go back into the base yeah. and start trying to... They basically just start trying to, like, reinforce everything and, uh, like, get everything ready... Batten down the hatches for the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is where it, shit gets real. Yeah, because Tulls comes back in. Nulls. Nulls. That's right. Tolls. <laughs> Tolls. 
Ironically, we couldn't go on the trip because all the tolls. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, he comes back in and he's like, what exactly happens between him and McCready? So, so they, they're checking McCready's bunk space, basically, and Nalls finds the shredded jacket in there. In the furnace. In the furnace. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I guess their only Without, way down is to zip line down, or maybe no? They're, they're connected by lines because they're in the middle of a snowstorm. Yeah. Oh, okay. so yeah. you just to walk back. You yeah. Can't so see. yeah. So when he gets ahead of him, he cuts the line and books it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So without because, the line, yeah, uh, McCready doesn't see him finding the jacket. So mm-hmm. Nalls thinks that McCready is compromised mm-hmm. and thinks that he's one of the things. Mm-hmm. So which is dumb because earlier on, uh, McCready's like. Yeah, we noticed that when he takes someone, he rips up their clothing and destroys their name tag, so you can't know who it is. Yeah, so it seems very deliberate that he left them to found this to uh, to mislead them and get them to fight each other. Yeah, yeah, whatever the thing is, it's really smart, even though we don't have an idea of what its motivations are, other yeah. than to get the fuck Reproduce. out of simulate. Yeah. It just wants to fuck. But it's very <laughs> a very smart thing that wants to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so McCready starts pounding on the door, asking to be let in, and they're like, don't let him in, he's not on the level. Yeah, yeah and they say, what if we're wrong? Eh? Oh, yeah, what if we're wrong? And then a window breaks, and... and Childs is like, I'm just gonna kill him now. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. And so he starts axing his way through the door of the window that broke, of the room of the window that broke, which we can all assume is definitely McCready, because he wanted to get yeah. in. Yeah, and now McCready is, at this point on, McCready is holding the rest of the people hostage with a grenade. He's a flamethrower and, yeah. and a bunch of dynamite. A full, a full bundle, a six he's like, sticks of dynamite. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you go after me, I swear to God, I will blow this whole place cool. sky I high. will kill us all. And he would have. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that ending, but we got a different one. Um, and he get, he's like walking out, being real calm, like, where's yeah. everything? How you Don't they, you look at me. They have a standoff when suddenly the fat guy just starts dying. Yeah, he, has, like, a heart, oh, he has a heart oh, attack. Who this? I don't know why they aren't immediately suspicious of this. Because <laughs> he's fat guy who's so been like, ill. Oh, we've got to do CPR. Uh, cut copper cut loose. Cut the doctor free, yeah. And this is where you get that very... Yeah, the iconic scene. Yeah, the one that... Oh, oh, my hands! hands. Mouth opens up, has like bone teeth, not like real like. Yeah, he's he's, real like, he's like defibrillating the fat the fat guy, and then he goes down to defibrillate, and the stomach turns into a giant mouth, mm-hmm. and his hands go in, and he bites the hands off, and then tentacles come out and wrap around the rest of the yeah, doctor, and head starts stretching mouth. off, and yeah. Oh, it's it's real cool practical effects. Oh yeah, that's really good. And like uh, the whole creature like erupts from the fat guy's chest, and the head yeah. starts stretching and. Falling off. off. Well, the f- head doesn't stretch and fall off till they burn it. Yeah, because Kurt Russell's like, fuck that, and yeah, starts burning it. Torches the hell out of it, and the head uh, just pulls itself away uh, mm. from the body as much as it can. Pull, pull, pull. Then it falls off the edge, kind of uses a weird tentacle thing to latch onto the desk. The tongue. It uses its tongue. tongue. Yeah. yeah. Pulls itself closer, then gets spider legs and two big crab eyes on the <laughs> top, and it just decides to go for a stroll out. And this is it's trying to sneak away. It's like it is like comical because they're all just like looking at their body, and then it's like yeah. It even like, it even shows you it in the background yeah. you, too. You see like, it skittering in the background. They just slowly turn around and look at it, and like Kurt Russell's like, really? Yeah. And it just looks up and stares at them, and it's like, fuck. Well, I guess I'm in a pickle here, and they torch it. <laughs> yep. But this, is, this gives Kurt Russell the uh, the brilliant idea. 
So the well, body parts. Before we get to that, there's one more thing that happens because it's at this point that Kurt Russell like takes control of the situation. He's like, "Oh, still got dynamite. I got a dynamite, a gun, and a flamethrower now." Okay, everyone, sit down. And you then are all tying yourself up. Yeah. And then early, at some point earlier in some earlier scene, Clark uh, palms a uh, a scalpel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, it was during well, yeah, the free Yeah, because yeah, there's there's a big standoff now between uh, McCreary and um, and Childs. Yeah, because Childs is like, Childs I'm not like, tying myself up. That. I'm not tying myself well, I think up. You're so, probably a monster. And who is it? Uh, I can't remember. Gary is like, why don't we just all rush him? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Gary's like, just attack him. There's one of us and so many, or there's one of him and so many of us. And Clark decides to just rush him. And then McCready's just like. Bang! Shoots, yeah, just him, right shoots him right in the face. Uh, and the reason that's important because uh, he was gonna shoot Childs in the face. Mm-hmm. Childs like, do it, and he's yeah. like, you won't. All no right. balls. Cocks the gun, and he's like, oh, you'll do it. Okay. Which I'm assuming everyone's like, would would he wouldn't have he? Well, we find uh, out. Like, well, we find out if he, he would have. <laughs> yeah, Clark rushes him, and he just straight pops him right in the face, right between the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is where uh, Kurt Russell shows his uh, his brilliant. I, Hypothesis, mm-hmm. which is yeah. uh, he ties so, out everyone but Windows because yeah. I think I guess he, he trusts Windows, Windows for some reason. Yeah, he thinks or, he can take him. Yeah, yeah. Windows is running her. Oh, Windows was the other pilot, right? No, he's the, oh, he's the radio the comms man. guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. The so, other Palmer is there too. Yeah. He's also tied up. Yeah. So McCready's uh, observation was when they were torching the belly monster. The head split off to try to escape. Yeah, it does like a starfish thing. Like every part of this yeah. can become its own independent organism. So he theorizes yeah. that every cell is independent from one another, just trying to survive. So if they bleed one, if they get a blood sample and they introduce a harmful element to it, it'll try to escape. A hot copper wire. Yep. Yeah. So like, yeah, he just like warms it up with the the end of the blow torch. Uh, and they, this, is, this is probably one of the coolest scenes in the movie, too. They cut everyone's finger right on the thumb, yeah, right does, on the center of it. Oh. He does Windows first. Yep. Yeah, he's like, because Windows is the guy who he has doing all of this while he holds the gun at everyone. Yeah. And he does it, heats up the wire, puts the wire in Windows. Uh, he blood. does his first, I thought it was. No, he does, no, Windows, he does first. Windows first. He does. And he heats the wire, puts it in the blood, nothing happens. And then he's like, take let's, this, he puts a flamethrower on Let's him. show what I already know. Yeah. I'll prove does to you what I already know. Does his own. Nothing happens. So now him and Windows both he does Clark next, actually. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, next, test the dead guys. Yeah, yeah. Clark and um, Copper. And, yeah. and then we find out that Clark's only crime was he was upset his puppies were killed. Yeah. Yep. Clark and was on the level the whole time. Just a tough guy. And Childs was like, oh, you murderer. Yeah, so and that he, makes you a murderer, right? And he's like, huh? I don't care. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Which then he grabs Palmer's sample. Well, no, uh, there's a scene where Gary was like, Oh, uh, this doesn't prove this anything. This is stupid. It doesn't well, prove I'll it. just do yours last thing. Yeah. To huh. prove what Let's I think grab Palmer's. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck. I've <laughs> seen that scene before, too, on the same sort of, like, gambit. Of that was actually stuff. the only, like, jump scare that made me, like, twitch a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really the only jump scare in the whole movie in general. Yeah. Everything there's, there's else couple, is... Te- well, yeah, but they're still telegraphed yeah, in it, a, like... It sets you up to think that Gary moment. is the thing. But then the next one, he tests his Palmer, and uh-oh... That blood just jumps and tries to bite him. And Palmer instantly just starts morphing. Yeah. Yep. His eyes start biting. And they're all, everyone's start... tied to him. The yeah. chairs are tied, they're tied to the chairs, and the chairs are tied to each other. Yeah. So. And uh, Kurt Russell's uh, flamethrower doesn't work. Jams. And he's like, Windows, kill it! Windows, 
Windows! And Windows is like, I don't know. Uh, what, what, what do I do with my well, hands, guys? The whole, the whole sh movie so far has shown that Windows is... Um, just a copy. Inferior in, to in, Mac. Incredibly... Really. Windows is really just inferior uh, to Mac. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh, because Mac Reedy got it. Oh, um, my God. They do call him Mac throughout the yeah. movie. They are so ahead of their um, time. No, it shows like oh, how... And I just realized that the, the, scene, the scene between Palmer and Windows... Those two were going at it throughout the entire movie since they discovered the monster. Yeah, and uh, no, but it shows Windows to be very, very timid and anxious. The whole movie is him just being like, "I don't fucking know, man," and he's like scared. So, if this monster was actually right in front of his eyes, it makes sense that he would be like, "Uh, uh, uh." It's like when you hand a kid a gun and tell him to shoot someone, and they're just like, "I don't really know what to do." So the monster uh, breaks from its bonds, and then it does it's another thing. It does another thing that Resident Evil 2 copies oh, yeah, where it eats like, verbatim, face. where its head splits into two and it bites his head off. And yeah. this is the worst practical effects in the whole movie. So it grabs him, starts bloods everywhere, he starts doing everything, and then it shows a basically clay doll with a rag doll on top of it that's supposed to be Windows. No, it wasn't a clay doll, that was Ted Raimi. Obviously, yeah. I did note that this was a very evil Ted effect. Oh, gosh, yeah. Right so while the monster has Windows' head in his class, when it starts thrashing, it's like very clearly like a tube sock monkey type mm -hmm. puppet that's just getting whipped around. Yeah. And I was like, you've done so good on everything. That one just looked bad. But that's okay. But yeah. eventually Kurt yeah. Russell is flamethrower works Star again. Morgan, yeah. And yeah. blasts Palmer. Well, because Palmer tosses... Uh, Windows and Windows like lands and like uh, gets into a corner and is just dying. Oh no! Uh, oh, he blasts Palmer and Palmer's Palmer the thing goes right through the wall out into the snow. Yeah. He's like where we dies. where we noted that damn the insulation this place sucks. It's like yeah. a single piece of like plywood. half inch plywood that yeah. doesn't. able to it. for a base that's supposed to withstand sub one hundred degree temperatures. Yeah, it's really good plywood. Yeah, so <laughs> torches. Uh, Palmer comes back in, torches windows, and gets yeah. back to his test. Yeah, they're like, hey guys, windows, he's, he's waking up. And he's like, you're right, he is waking up. Glasses down. <laughs> okay, just as an aside here, uh, I tried to figure out, like, we have that scene with the dog in the shadow, so that uh -huh. was either Palmer or Norris. Yeah. But when did the other one get affected? Which one? Who do you mean by the other one? It could have been, gotten both of them. Because remember, that thing was going around the base for a whole I think, I think that the shadow was Norris. Because you never see him interact with this monster thing other than being in the um, Well, the hold on. No, no. It could have been Palmer. Because we do see... When Norris... When they do their split-up gang... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Norris goes off to by, by himself, and he's looking out a window, and then you hear him suddenly go... Ugh! Oh, it could have been Palmer yeah, that got in Palmer, there. Because uh, Palmer was in his group. True. Oh, ooh, yeah. So then so I don't I'm, know when Palmer Yeah, so I'm thinking out. Palmer was the one in the room that got Yeah, got. with the yeah. shadow. And yeah. then Palmer got Norris before McCready got back inside. So, but my question is, this never shows, two, there definitely is probably, it never shows two things at any one time. So... And and it never tells you that there can be two things at any one time. Um, no, we do know that the the cells are mutating. Yeah, they can thing. be. We know they can be, but it never once shows you two of them. So actually, it does. When when they're disposing of them in the storage room, they have the the one that they kill in the kennels next to the one that they discovered at the Norwegian base. And the Norwegian well, base was still alive. Yeah, it was the one that got Bennings. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that the cells were still technically alive. Yeah, so so the cells... Because we, we see it wrap around Benny. So the cells are always duplicating. What, what I'm saying is it never shows you one live one at any given time. Like, actual, like, yeah. killing people well, live. But that doesn't mean there aren't. I know, that's why I'm, that's oh, why I'm asking. Oh, there, there is simultaneously two, because... Yeah. And this, uh, or, there, or there at least can be. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll bring it up when we get to that scene later. Yeah, that seems good. Now, okay, so here's... Actually, the... we have to know it. Never mind. Bail. Kevin, I thought of the one thing that you might be saying next. Yep. Never mind, I bail. So here's an interesting thing. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Several interesting things. Man, so many good things. So, they test the rest of the people in the room. Yes, and everyone's... And everyone there. has no reaction. Yeah. Um, but here's something interesting. Um, the blood... So when they when they found that the blood had been slashed, the first thing they do is they go and burn that because the blood might have been infected. There's no reaction to that. Mm-hmm. It's entirely possible that the thing blood doesn't actually have to react to that. That was actually that was one of my theories. One of my theories was that McCready was actually a thing the whole time, and since he's the one doing the test, maybe it's like a hive mind thing. Yeah, like betray itself now to give them the impression that the test mm-hmm. can work. Because it doesn't matter because the the real the real sleeper thing is going to just yeah yeah one of my theories is that Macready was a is it was a thing the whole time because yeah, it knows that there's more than one of it one of it can give itself away do whatever damage it can mm-hmm. and then the other one can remain hidden and continue mm-hmm. to do its work mm-hmm. but also yeah that that assumes that when they burnt the blood before that it somehow did get infected mm-hmm. so maybe or, yeah, they're they're they 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 don't know if it got infected or not though. They're just burning it in case it yes. was. Yeah, yeah. So again, and we can't, we will, don't know whether it's infected or not. Yeah. They just burn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he cuts everybody free. We find out nobody else is infected. And they decide that well, now it's time to go get Brimley. Yeah, we'll test to see if he's infected, and we'll bring him inside. If he's but not. oh no, he's not there. Oh well. Yep. First, they tell Childs to hang back at the base, and if they see Blair arrive by himself. Then he's an alien and just yes, him. yes, murder train him as I like to say. And right before they get to uh, the place where they put um, Blair, they see him leave the base to go somewhere. Yep. Uh, so they go. Uh, they check on Blair. He's not there. They realize, oh, the floorboards. Look at how open this is. Pick them all up, and there's like a secret tunnel with a makeshift se- uh, spaceship being made. Yeah. So as it turns out. Brimley was also a thing the whole time. Well, maybe not the whole time. Yeah, I, I thought about Although, this as we were going around it. When he says in the beginning to watch Clark, I think that's when he was still not completely infected. And when he was like pleading to come back, that's when he was actually yeah. a thing. Now, the only thing that... So, this is the thing I was talking about where I realized two can be alive at any given time. And that's because Brimley's doing his thing. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that, but I yeah, wasn't yeah. No, no, that's it. It also makes... Because of the way this thing works, it also makes perfect sense that two can be alive. I know, it's but... starfishes. But it's one of those things where when a movie over-explains, you don't appreciate it. And mm. when it under-explains, you get to do stuff like this. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. that's why I'm saying that just because it never showed it, I can choose to think, oh, there's only one. Mm-hmm. Even it's though good, there is. It's good that they do it this way. Yeah. So, uh, but here's one of the things is that room under there, could a single one of those things have done that in, what, two days? A they day? can burrow really fast. We do see that that's a power that they have apparently at the end. Yes. Oh, right, right. That's a super one. So, yeah, I think that it probably, it probably could. Mm-hmm. And we saw with, we saw with like, um, uh... <laughs> in fact, mm-hmm. it, it is implied pretty soon from now that, and 
the, we do see that the rectangular block of ice was actually taken out a, away from where the ship was. Yeah. So there's an implication that it might have actually burrowed into the ice intentionally. I'm mm -hmm. yeah. And we saw through Palmer that these things are extremely strong. Yeah. They're just really uh, uh, not resistant to fire. Yeah. Fire is their kryptonite. You fight fire with fire. Uh, so when they find all this, they're like, oh, we got to get back. What the freak's going on? Uh, what immediately do they start doing next? Well, they, they go back to the, they um, go back to the base so and the then generator, the power gets The out. generator cuts, right. So he drops the... And, they, the, and Childs is nowhere to be found. Well, so so real quick, let me just say this. So while they're down in the fast spaceship and they make the assumption, you know, oh, obviously he's just trying to get anywhere. So when the power cuts, they're like, we got to... <laughs> Woo! We got to, you know, not let this happen. So they drop it. It explodes. And then they're like, well, with the generator out, we're all going to die. The generator's gone. Oh, that, oh, right. They find that the generator is just straight up missing. Like, it can't be repaired. It, is, it is a little bit funny, the scene. He's like, yeah. the generator's gone. Well, can you fix it? No, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> and uh, and Childs is missing. I assume the monster yeah, took the, it for a speech. At this point, it's only um, Creedy, Nulls, and Gary. They're the only mm -hmm. ones yep. that and are they, together. And they decide... They we're not gonna, blowing shit. Yeah, up. we're not going to survive the night. The best we can do yeah. is make sure that Without, this thing also well, doesn't survive. At the base online, we're going to freeze, but that's that's the problem because the thing can survive in ice. Yeah, that's what it wants is for us to freeze and die. It gets frozen when the rescue team shows up. They rescue the thing. Yes, uh, McCready, of course, worth noting for the theory. McCready is the one who pitches this. He's like, mm -hmm. guys, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? What's happening? Uh, so they just start. Molotov cocktail, Molotov cocktail yeah. sticks like, a dynamite. We're going to torch the base and ourselves, and hopefully the thing as well. Yep. And then they, we'll take it with us. And then they get down there, and you have the, the generator scene. That's right. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we're going to set up some dynamite. I thought and that was the other Bring one. this okay. down. So he's like, Gary, go that way. Nulls, get go that way. I'll set up the, the little boom boom box. Yeah, that's after they've already torched uh, ninety percent yeah. of the base. Is this when Gary gets got by? Uh, yeah, Brimley. So, yeah, so this Brimley. Is, this is where one of my my theories. The Brimley. The Brimley. So he's walking. Gary's walking through, right? And at this point, everyone has made it clear that the monster will go through your clothes to make holes. But Blair Brimley, Blair. When he grabs a hold of Gary, he goes through the face. Oh yeah, that time, and that's kind of my, like one of mine. Like, oh, okay, so his plan was to do this and not let them know that Gary had been taken over because of obviously everything mm -hmm. was the same. There was no holes, yada yada. Um, and also, what happened to Nulls again? I don't know. No, um, nothing. So Nulls is going off to uh, to set charges. Yeah. And McCready's like, you know, he's off in the other room and. Nulls just disappears. Yeah, he, he looks up at some nothing. You don't ever you see You don't see Nulls die, but yeah, you just see, screen he basically goes die. around the corner and they're like, hey, Nulls, what? Nulls? Yeah. And I'm I'm choosing to believe that he thought he saw something, Childs, uh, which will get to my next thing. So he disappears to go see that, and then obviously he would have died in the massive explosion that ensues mm -hmm. next because uh, uh, McCready is ready to blow the charges. He's looking around listening, and all of a sudden... The ice on the ground, like Tremor style, oh, yeah. comes right at it. Which I wonder if Tremors was also influenced by that. It could have been, probably. Could have been. That was that was a very Tremor scene. Like I mean, straight up, it comes at him, busts out, uh, eats the charge, grabs the charge, pulls it down. <laughs> it actually it, it busts the hole next to the charge, and like a little time, like goes out like slowly, like mind. Yeah, <laughs> eats it, and then it comes up and starts losing its goddamn mind. It's like. Half, it goes dog face. It, yeah. Well, it's half Gary face up here, and then in its body, a thing opens. 
dog face like thing a melted dog pop comes out of, out of its chest and starts going rah, rah, and he goes yeah fuck you too buddy and he yeah, throws this thing the guy right the movie. Movie. and he uh was it buddy yeah or was it just yeah fuck you too. yeah it's yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah fuck you too buddy yeah and then he runs up and obviously everything explodes so i choose what well, the ending is next i choose to believe that Knowles did not die in that explosion okay so he goes up right and he's looking around all of a sudden childs just shows up and Childs is like, oh, I w- what did he say he was doing? He was. He uh, said he, he, he saw, saw Blair. Saw and he went out to go figure out what's going on. And got on. lost in the storm. Yep. And made Which it. Which is mm-hmm. believable. And the, and the explosion would definitely show a, a flash of light through the storm that he would just yeah. hey, head in that direction. So he heads in that direction. They, they, they're talking. They're both holding flamethrowers on each other. Or, well, Childs is definitely holding a flamethrower. I can't remember what McCready's holding. McCready has nothing. Um, yeah, McCready's out of... Sh- He's, he's, like, dying on the floor right now. So, here's what I think this ending is. I'll just say the ending quick, and then I'll say my thing that I think it is. So, he's there. He They're talking. They basically have the conversation of, well, what do we do? I don't know. Are we going to die? Yes, we're totally going to die. Uh, should we... Uh, like, should, should we kill each other? He's like, well, if you... If, if either of us attacked... Neither of us would be in any sort of position to... Yeah, if either of us are one of those things, we're not... The other one's uh, dead. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I guess why don't we just sit here and wait a while? And he goes, we won't make it long. And McCready just goes, well, maybe we shouldn't. Screen. Mm-hmm. And so here's what I think. I think that those are two things right there. I also thought McCready was a thing from the get-go, and mm-hmm. his plan was... So public discord, you're going to make it through. Yeah, the so my, my theory human. is that the... Uh, the jacket that uh, Fuchs found was actually McCready's yep. jacket. Yep. Um, McCready finds him, torches him as a human, mm-hmm. and then hides the jacket in his in the furnace. In his furnace. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think at this point, Childs, the, he is one of the last things to become a thing, because uh, I think that what Null sees down there is Childs, okay. because Brimley has been doing his thing. Child saw Brimley, went to him, yada, yada. He took him over, or mm-hmm. they both became du- duplicated, whatever. So they're down there literally just killing. The Brimley version dies by the explosion, but that's okay, because he doesn't know what's going on, and it's Child's come out of nowhere, says mm-hmm. his story. Uh, the reason why they agree to just sit there and wait is because that was the plan. Freeze well, over at this an, point. It's an ambiguous ending, and there yeah. could there, the outcomes could be either they're both human, and they case, humans win. Yeah. They die, humans win. One of them's a thing and the other isn't, in which case the thing wins yeah. because like if Childs is a thing, McCready can't do anything to stop him. Yeah. And if McCready's a thing, Childs can't do anything to stop him. Yeah. My guess is Or ne- or they're both things, in which case they win. And I that's what I think. If I had to guess, I would guess Childs is Is a thing. Is a thing. Just because McCready character is pretty consistent throughout and he just killed so many of himself. So, killed but I, I think that that because we've already seen that the thing is intelligent, and that could have been part of his plan. Like he realizes that these people are all looking for him. Yeah. Right. So you sac- as soon you sac- as the jig is up, you've got nothing. Yeah. Else. I mean, yeah, he could have been assimilating other people to just throw them off his trail. Yeah. Or if it is hive mind, well, if it is actually hive mind, then he's not killing any of his people. He's literally so just kind of knocking off pieces of McCready himself. If McCready is a thing, I th- he would have gone gotten when they went to the Norwegian base. 
That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what. Yeah, because they carry they carry the. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, you're right. And actually, who who was there? It was him, Fuchs. It was, no, it was him, Gary, oh, him, and, and Doctor Copper. Doctor okay. Copper. Okay. And Gary and Copper never become things. Yeah, they never become things. And that's okay because McCready's the one who becomes the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't actually see who transports the 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 thing back. I also do think, though, aside from all this fun conversation, that. Accepting exactly what the movie tells you everyone is, is okay too. For them to mm-hmm. both be humans and die in the end, that's a pretty fucking cool ending and good story no, still anyway. None of the ending scenarios... Are bad. Are bad. Well, none of them are a bad ending. Some of them are very bad for well, humanity. Yeah, okay, yeah. yes, but yeah, that's what I meant as well. None of them are like straight up, uh, oh, that's a... Why would they do that at the end? It's like all so, of them is, yep, yep, yep. It would be a bummer if this is the case, but has John Carpenter ever actually elaborate on what his... Uh, ending is yeah. What his ending? I don't know. Was yeah. kind of feel like he shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. that's what well, I think. I mean, it'd be a bad thing it, if he did, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's, it's happened with happen. a lot of stuff. Like the guy at the end of American Beauty, he said what he thought his ending actually meant. We know what it was, but what it meant. It, it, it is it, Fight it, Club. That guy, he's did it. I do feel like this ending has a very has a very good deal of the Lovecraftian influence on the story, though, because yeah. it's one of those endings where it's like. Humanity very well might be doomed, and there very well might be nothing we can do about it. Yeah, but this ending is, maybe there's hope. And the thing is, like, even if somehow the humans came out in the end, and they won, and this this thing is dead, there's still, like, other things out there. Yeah. Like, they've had this technology for hundreds of thousands of years. And that was years. just one outside of the ship. Yeah, who's yeah. there are more just hidden under the ice. Or in the ship. I mean, they never went into the ship. It was open. They show that it's open. Mm-hmm. No one went into it. We never see that, though. There could be tons of them. It's great. It's so great. Yeah. It's such a good movie. This was a very good movie, yeah. It's such a good uh, movie. Even, even in spite of its age, it holds up very well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Uh, and a good movie to start on. Because next up is another banger of a... Do you want to actually talk about what the movies are that we've picked out for this year? Yeah, I just want to say that it's kind of... Last year we did one one that was considered like a massive horror movie. We did one that was a modern, cool, fresh breath of air into horror, the original. And I was talking about Evil Ted for the first one. And then we did two kind of cult, classic, not great, not bad. They're fun depending on how you choose to watch them movies. This time, we're kind of doing just banger after banger. I do like the uh, fact my that... My movie's pretty obscure. Your movie's but pretty... But it's so I, super actually, well received, though. This mm-hmm. is the one movie that I haven't seen out of our picks. I've seen all of the other three. Yeah. And from in my opinion, the other three are all very good movies. Yeah, like, it's it's just all... This time, we all pick good. So I picked, uh, obviously, The Thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my movie is going to be Jacob's Ladder. Uh, mine will be It Follows. And to finish things out, of course, Evil Ted 2. Yeah, Evil Ted 2. Um, all of which are big movies. It follows being the most uh, new one, but had a bigger response than, let's say, The Ritual did last time. Like, It uh, Follows is a very, it like, follows, hey, if you're going to watch horror movies today, you got to check out It It follows. follows also has a lot of influence from John Carpenter, so that may be a good one to do yeah, next. It's, it's very Halloween-esque. Yeah, uh, very much like a throwback to the 70s, 80s sort yeah. of horror movies. 
So I'm I'm looking forward to that. But I think this okay. So uh, I don't remember what we did last year. Did we give a number or did we just give a thumbs up? We, we did didn't something. give a number. We we might have played guess the rotten tomato score. We did play. Oh, rotten. let's did. do that. Has anyone looked at it yet? I haven't. All right. I, 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 I've I've definitely seen it. Yeah. but I haven't like. Looked I'm gonna for guess. It. I'll go this first. This one's considered a classic. So I'll go first. I'm gonna say eighty three percent. I was gonna go around there, but right. I was gonna say eighty two. <laughs> Your price is writing me. Okay, I th- if you say 84, so help me. No. I what think- was the last person's answer? <laughs> yeah. It's a really good film, but I don't think people would give it as much credit. Well, remember that this movie came out before Rotten Tomatoes. Benefit of hindsight. Its initial reviews were terrible, but then by the time Rotten Tomatoes came out, the entire public perception was like, we fucked up, this is a great movie. So did they overcorrect? I would say it's definitely a film worth being in the 80s, but I think it's going to get that that horror movie skewed. Kind of so I'm going to say 76. Okay. I'm going to say like 95. Ooh, really you're going. You're good. I was going to pull it. Do you have it? I have it right here. Okay. Never it mind. is 84%. So oh, if you had oh, oh, Price is Right me, you would have had it. If you had Price is Right you would have had it. All right. Audience okay. score 92. That's Ooh. more yeah. like it. That movie... I'm a big classic horror movie fan. Like I'm, not, I don't know which we talked about last year. Yeah, I was you like, gonna, I was gonna bring that yeah. up. Talking about our selection movies, I like how we all have our own. Well, like, I went. Taste. I have '80s. You have '90s. You have 2010s, and yeah. you have the '70s. So we have. Oh no, Evil Dead Two was '80s. Yeah, it was '80s. Yeah, the zeros and tens. That's where I. Like, yeah. So I do. I go older. I go the '70s, '80s is my favorite time frame. So my movies. favorite. Uh, are probably the like the classic like Nightmare on Elm Street and yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. The slashers are A plus. Yeah, they're but everyone's already seen yeah. all of those. But the Exorcist it, so is won't qualify the Exorcist up there. Ones. Silence of the Lambs is my obvious all time favorite. I just Get like, Out though. I love delving the movie deep I though, is from finding. Nailed it. I love delving deep and finding like the obscure like yeah. newish films that no one really watches. Yeah, like, oh, I got a, a real big. Well, yeah, but like the richer role, no one's ever heard of. But, like, there's one I watched where it was, like, it was an Australian one. Have you seen The Babadook? Of course I've seen The Babadook. Phenomenal movie. I have seen The Babadook. Babadook. That's a very good... And also a really good um, pick, if if we get the chance, Clown. Maybe we wrap up Halloween in July early and I make you nerds watch one more movie, because Clown is incredible. Oh, there's also, like, a lot of good Spanish horror films. Oh, yeah. (laughs) From, like, Labyrinth? Well, uh, that's... Fantasy horror, but it was like when it I was on my as a horror movie. Yeah. Well, Guillermo del Toro's The Devil's yeah. Backbone. During my del Toro kick, like yeah, yeah. Devil's Backbone, uh, The Orphanage, The yep. Julia's Eyes, all those spooky stuff, man. Scary Thanks. stories to tell in the dark. Did, all right, uh, let's wrap it up. Jimmy's oh, yeah. waiting for us. I give this movie a thumbs up. I'm assuming you will too as well. Yep, thumbs up. Uh, next, oh yeah, definitely. Next one's gonna be It Follows, followed by Evil Ted Two. Followed by uh, no, Jacob's Ladder. Evil Dead Two is going to be the last one, I think. I thought it was the, the second to last one last time. Well, we got it was I, second to last. Why last don't we time. just? We're already in order. Let's just roll order. We'll figure it out. Okay. Semantics. We'll figure it out. Either way, uh, this says Batman Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. Craig. DJ. And thanks for listening. Over here we have the man of the machine.